We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, it's Vaughn here. It's here with another Panther Rants podcast. It's Thursday. And I'm feeling rough. I don't know what it is. But Friday can't come soon enough. So I'm looking forward to it. And plus, it's the bye week, and there's really not much to really talk about pit football wise or pit wise in general. Um, well, there's volleyball. The women's volleyball has been off to a really good start. I mean, they're, I think they've uh, won 19, 20 games in a row. They're undefeated still. And I guess they're in the top five. And I guess they have some. There's a bunch of teams with some losses that are ranked ahead of them. The people are, are um, you know, are outraged over. But, you know, Penn State's obviously one of them, but. If you look at like Penn State, obviously they, you know, they're they become a power in women's volleyball, and they compete for a national title year in year out, whereas Pitt doesn't. So that's why they're going to be ranked ahead of Pitt in these these in these terms, because you know you could be at the fee as much as you want, but um, you got to go out there and you got to prove your worth. When you go in tournament time, and I'm sure the people are going to be upset and say, "Well, you know, Penn State. Well, it's because you know they have to go to uh, State College and play at Penn State for a regional." Well, if that, if that's what they have to do, that's what they have to do. That's that, that's how it goes. Sometimes in tournaments, you get bad draws. If you want to, if if you want people to take you seriously, you got to go out there and you got to win. I mean, I'm you know this whole. Make it, please make it easy for me. You know, it doesn't always work. If you want the respect, you got to go out and get it. So, as far as these ladies go, I'm sure they will go ahead, they will go and they'll, they'll take care of business. I'm sure they're not, thinking, they're not thinking about the disrespect. They're just winning games. So, go get them, girls. Now, if we're thinking about things, I mean, well, look at Pitt basketball. I mean, they had they had they had regionals literally gift wrapped to them in the latter years of the Dixon era. I mean, that last fun, that last one seed Pitt had. Uh, um, shoot, they had the whole regional gift wrap to them. That was one of the most easier. That was one of the most easier paths to the tournament they ever had. And of course they couldn't they couldn't get past Butler. They couldn't get past the second round. So I mean Pitt's had I mean Pitt Hoops had a, had a bunch of opportunities where their where their where their regional wasn't you know on paper wasn't that hard. 
But unfortunately, Pitt made it hard on themselves, and that's you know that's that's the end result of it. But anyways, guys, enough of that whole you know, whole rant. Uh, basically, Pitt, Pitt's office week. You know, there's really no news coming out or anything like that. No no announcements. It's been very quiet, and sometimes no news is good news. And but for a lot of you guys, we get to watch college football without you know stressing out on our Saturdays. And get to check out some games. Obviously, the big game in the ACC is Clemson NC State. That's a tough game. Clemson's been pretty inconsistent all year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I guess, is finally healthy. I mean, he's had a you know he's pretty much had a glass jaw for the most part, and. Um, But I guess he's back to speed after the Syracuse game, and you know their last game they played, they they beat the crap out of Wake, they knocked them by sixty. And um, but let's be honest here, it's it's only Wake Forest. No disrespect, you know, to Wake Forest, but they just fired their defensive coordinator. So for the most part, you know, they're they're Wake, so they're just not really that good. NC State obviously has been playing pretty well. I mean, they have um, they have a really good quarterback and Ryan Finley, really really good offensive line. I mean, they're pretty solid up front, but they're going to have to face the Clemson defense, and the Clemson defense is really tough. So what happens here? Do you take the uh, the more seasoned offense like NC State and uh, beat the take take on Clemson? I think you do. I mean, I personally I like NC State to win this game. Uh, I've been wrong. Of course, my predictions have been wrong horribly. So I hope you guys don't take you know my advice and do your pickums and betting advice because it's been pretty bad. It's been pretty uh, pretty pathetic. But um, I like it. I mean, my gut tells me I like I like NC State this time around. I think uh, they've got to a great start, and Clemson's just been sleepwalking. And this is a big this is gonna be a big test for Clemson. And then I think the it's a, I think I think Clemson gets her bell rung. The defense is gonna you know do do its do well. I believe it's gonna fare well like they always do, but. I don't expect this game to be a shootout, though. I expect it to be a low-scoring game, probably defensive struggle. But, uh, you know, if NC State can protect their quarterback and give them time to throw, it's going to be a bad time for um, for Clemson. But for Clemson, it's, it's going to come down to their offense. I mean, how which which quarterback is going to show up? Show up is it the one who uh, looked really mute against, against Syracuse before he got hurt. Or does he? St- I mean, or does he? Uh, or does he leave the game again? Because a lot can happen here. You know, I mean, NC State's defense is no slouch either. So enjoy that game, guys, because 
could be seeing. We could be looking at an NC State Duke uh, uh, ACC championship game. So I think, as far I think, as far as football perspective is concerned, you probably want to see NC State uh, representing us because Duke. Come on. But uh, then again, I think if Duke would win the ACC, or let, let, you know, I doubt we'd be in the college football playoff then because the committee would just laugh like hell at the thought of Duke playing in the, the, the final four. Of course, from a Duke perspective, they can brag because they got a final four in basketball too. Anyways, guys, going around the league, going around the whole uh, weekend. Uh, there's the there's the annual Michigan Michigan State game. It's at Michigan State. They're coming off a big win against uh, Penn State, where Penn State just fell apart. They dominated the stat sheet and just couldn't uh, close it. I think um, for uh, you know I think that this uh, game will be a much different result for Michigan State. I think Michigan will dominate the stat sheet, but they will also dominate the scoreboard this time around. Although. I wouldn't rule out Michigan State totally because D'Antonio and his defenses, they tend to figure uh, guys like Shea Patterson out. But this time around, I just don't see it happen because they're, they're good on both sides of the ball. There's Oklahoma and TCU, and TCU now is unranked. They came in with, TCU came with a ton of hype. And they're you know, they're not they're they're actually a good team from top to bottom. It's just their uh, their quarter their quarter play currently sucks. It's been very, their quarter play has been very inconsistent. And uh, this game, how it goes, it depends on you know which TCU team shows up. But there's been there's been several variances on them. There's the one who uh, you know did uh, <laughs> scored very low against uh, Texas Tech. Lost by three, and then there's, of course there's the one at the there's the, the losses to Texas and Ohio State, which were, were self-inflicted because they uh, you know they, they were turned the ball over. But uh, yeah, this game is going to be a nightmare, and I think Oklahoma wants to get back to the title game, probably to face Texas if it holds up. So um, you know, I like Oklahoma in this one; they'll they'll, they'll blow them out. Penn State, Indiana. Obviously, Indiana may give them a hard time, but I think uh, Penn State will. Uh, it'll be like just like Illinois. The game will be close by about halftime. Penn State will pull away, and James Franklin will leave the starters in so they can so they can score twenty or 40, 30 more points to make the score look as bad look, look more bad than what it is, and uh, you know just sell the propaganda. Although he said they're done being they're done being great, so I guess they're just good now. But you know, there's nothing wrong about being good. It just I think a lot I think a lot of people were expecting more from Penn State after uh, you know after they the fact that they um, they waxed Pitt at Pitt and uh, I mean they waxed Illinois and, and I think it was more fool's gold because I think. Uh, Team that uh, barely beat Appalachian State was is really the, the Penn State team. You know, that's really the actual Penn State team that we're seeing. 
I think after the uh, the blow, you know, the blowouts, the you know, the pit and uh, with Pitt and Illinois. The thing about those games, they were they were close at halftime, and of course they just pulled away. So they're you know they obviously have a good team, but it's just not a great team. It's it's obviously not a top ten team. It's probably top twenty five, the best. Uh, big SEC showdown: Mississippi State and LSU. Mississippi State, for some reason, is, they're in the rankings again. I have no idea why, because they're not really not, they're not really that good. I mean, I was very I was high on Morehead and Getsy, but obviously they got a lot more on their hands to deal with. They're playing LSU, who's fifth ranked. LSU should win this game, and I mean, I thought LSU was fool's gold as well, but. Uh, Orchard's doing a really good job this time around, and uh, you know sometimes with some coaches, they're just better CEOs than anything else. I mean that's what James Franklin is pretty much. I mean, you surround yourself with good coaches, and uh, you know a lot of times they do the dirty work, and you oversee and give advice when needed. Kind of like with kind of like with our Andrew Carnegie, you know, when he ran the steel mills. He was obviously hard on his workers, but uh, he hired some guy that was. I think it was Clay Frick. And of course, he was an asshole to, to, to the workers, and that's you know how they got all that, you know all those results. You know, they were, that, that's how they're getting all the steel production, and naturally, you know, the workers got pissed off and rebelled because you know they got tired of being treated like shit. And of course, we had this we had, we had a nasty steel strike. And of course, we had the Johnstown flood too, because you know I think I think Frick was also pissed off that he couldn't. Uh, I think he was pissed off he couldn't drop his buggy over a certain part of the um, the levee, I guess like you call it, I believe. And um, he got pissed off and made them lower it. And of course, eventually, you know, a, a bad rainstorm happened and it, the dam gave out. Yeah, because they had that little yacht yacht club on top of their, uh, yeah, on top of their uh, on top of the dam, I believe. And I guess what whatever they did for, to, so he could ride his buggy across, weakened it and made it made it fall over. You know, no wonder someone tried to come in his house and shoot him. But anyway, it's enough of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of these games at one time they were these, you know, a few weeks ago they were attractive matchups. I mean, Colorado and Washington, these guys were ranked, and this would have been a really attractive match. Colorado's now unranked. Washington's in the fifth, top fifteen because they've lost some heartbreakers. But uh, you know, because I thought I really like Washington, but um, I also really like Colorado too, and they couldn't take care of USC, and I think Washington takes care of this one. I mean, of course, you know. They'll, go to, they'll both go to bowl games. Obviously, the marquee matchup of the, of the night, of the Saturday night, is uh, Oregon's as uh, Oregon and Washington State, and it's at Washington State. So you got um, you got them visiting Mike Mike's Pirate School, and obviously for Oregon, it's a huge game. Oregon has to Oregon if they want to be take, if they want to win out and win the Pac-12. They gotta definitely win this game as well. I mean, they, this is a game where they have to be taken. If they want to be taken seriously, they gotta win it because it's at Washington State. 
tough place to play. Mike Leach is always tough to play against. His teams always are as well. So they got to win this one. And I think if they do, it's going to it's going to it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out for them. But uh, really, there's not much else still to even look at. I mean, it's disappointing, man. I mean, some of these games at one time were marquee matchups. Now they just suck. But uh, let's go around the ECC as well. Uh, there's North Carolina and Syracuse. Syracuse right now is 4-2. and two. This should be a winnable game for them. And they get, um, if they do, they, um, they're they 5-2 and two are close to a bowl game. So I look for them to take, I actually look for them to take care of business this time around. Virginia and Duke play. You know what? This is a, this is actually an interesting matchup because Virginia just knocked off Miami. Now they got Duke, and Duke obviously is a dark horse for the uh, the dysfunctional Coastal Division. And Virginia obviously has been you know been playing well, but uh, it's tough to figure out who's going to win this one. But it depends which Virginia team shows up. They've been a roll. I like them. I think I think I think they will take care of Duke. Wake and uh, Florida State. The battle of really bad ACC teams, which is we have, you know, which is a lot, which is a lot of them. Florida State obviously had a big lead against Miami, and I guess the Miami switched quarterbacks, and them, you know, that rest was history. So they, you know, Florida State lost a heartbreaker to Miami, and. I think this time around, I think, well, this is a game Taggart has to have. Because he loses, it's disastrous. Because Clemson paces these guys by 16, of course, that's what a lot of, people, that's what a lot of the, uh, the alumnus at the Forest Center think of. Well, you know, we, we pay, you know, they, they, they pay, we pace them. But anyways, guys, that's really that's it for pretty much the weekend of college football. Pretty, pretty slow, pretty, uh, pretty underwhelming lineup there. Really, really. All right, look, let's go for let's go around the rest of the league. I mean, the NBA started up, and obviously your favorite's gonna be Golden State until somebody can knock them off. They're just they're just that good. Not to mention they got pretty much five NBA All Stars on our line, our starting lineup, and of course Boogie Cousins is hurt, so we won't see him for a little bit. But just a solid group. I mean, a solid nucleus of players, and I guess the Pelicans waxed the Houston Rockets last night, and I guess the Pelicans look really good. I mean, they look they look very fast, and you know they uh, were in the playoffs last year. I mean, they shot the Trailblazers, and they. They just didn't have enough to beat uh, Golden State. And then again, a lot of teams do. You know, Houston lost to uh, the European weekend as well. And of course, they have Carmelo Anthony, who kills more basketball teams than anything. And yeah, I'm, you know, I don't know what we're going to see here as far as that goes. 
Uh, playoffs, obviously, Astros down 3-1. to one. Astros got robbed of a two-run home run because of fan interference, and, you know, that just that happens. I mean, you know, the question is, William, was he interfered with? And, but I'm sure there's those two runs suck, but at one time, at one point, the Astros were up five to four. They were they were winning, and not to mention they left twelve guys on base. So when that happens, it's hard to find sympathy. I mean, if that was the main reason they lost that game, then sure. But it really wasn't the main reason, not at all. They, I mean, the Astros just haven't really they've underperformed. I mean, their pitching staff hasn't really performed well this postseason, at least a series. And with two with two outs, they just can't get they can't get off the field. But anyways, guys, that's pretty much it. I'm not gonna talk NFL because I just don't have really any any interest in talking about it right now. Plus, I think the stairs I think the stairs have a bye week too as well. So, oh well, guys, it's just 20 minutes. Uh, enjoy the uh, rest of your week. Have a good weekend. Hell with it.